Oh, yes. 2010. What a year. Oh, boy. Uh, this for me. And, uh, well, welcome. This is the Overnightscape Central. And uh, it's just Frank and I, it would appear, this time around. Uh, Frank Edward Nora, that is, the main host and proprietor of the Overnightscape Underground and the OnSug system, uh, which brings you just the biggest and best archive of the most amazing internet transmissions. Uh, dig in. It's there at onsug.com. And the big unsung, unsug, there's no N in it, uh, the unsung unsug, that is. And uh, that's over on archive.org and uh, wherever else we can uh, bury it for the future use uh this it's it's like a a a time capsule of pop culture thought ideas and uh yeah uh, driveling and uh rampling and talking and such and you're invited to join us at any point and this show is one of the entry points i mean you can also just contact frank edward nor and say i'd like to be on the overnight scape underground and uh it could happen because that's the sort of thing but yes you could have had you known or uh, had the inclination or motivation been on this very transmission but as i said i think it's just frank and i and uh, 2010 is the topic we are uh, tackling this time around and yeah oh boy especially in wake of uh, current strangenesses yeah 2010 that was a strange and bizarre but the good part about 2010 for me was uh that was the year that i first joined the overnight scape underground in uh, june of 2010 and uh, then of course in november of 2010 uh this uh after frank and i had a little conversation we launched this the overnight scape central which uh except for one year as those of you know between then and now i have been the uh fortunate and uh regular host of uh jimbo the late, great Jimbo, uh, hosted the show for one year uh, before he passed. Uh, But then I came back, and here we are once again uh, talking about 2010. And, uh, yeah, 2010. But uh, let's uh, get Frank started here, and I am sure I will be interpolating the good 2010 stuff, the pop culture, the goings-on, where we were, or at least from this vantage point, uh, where we sort of think we were, because, uh, yeah, uh, being in 2010 and thinking back to 2010 from five years away or seven years away or six months away could and probably would produce a different uh, set of ideas and thoughts and that's also part of the magic of the overnight scape underground the uh, movement of time yeah and uh speaking of that it's time to get started with frank 2010, wow, yes, that was uh, quite an interesting year. Of course, it came right after 
2009, which to me was a, a very bizarre year and a very, a very pivotal year in a number of ways. Um, for me personally, and here on the Ansug as well, of course, 2009 was the year that I went on WFMU, the radio station, and uh, then later in the year, around September, October, I was I got burnt out on all the different projects I was doing, and kind of uh, everything got canceled except for the Overnight Escape Underground, and then that this miracle happened really where it became a group channel in 2009 around October and uh, there was also kind of a theme of you know that a theory I had about 2009 being a, a time loop so when I entered 2010 I felt like I finally got out of that 2009 time loop and all the weird theories I had about 2009 right the idea that some terrible catastrophe happened uh, maybe in March or April of 2009 and I had to keep rewinding through time. Through It was all a theory, uh, nothing that I have any proof for or any actual memories of, but it started to feel like um, as early as uh, like September, October 2008 that it, it was already 2009. So 2010 started really feeling like we had gotten through all that, and now the Overnight Escape Underground or the Ansug was really born. And I remember it being a year where there was an explosion in interest in, in the Overnight Escape Underground. And um, lots of people joined. And it was the only full calendar year that I didn't do the Overnight Escape. So what happened was, right, uh, the Overnight Escape was my main show, and then I started The Rampler in 2008. And the big question it, it was, that why did I... Um, why did I not just, you know, the method I used instead of recording at home, recording on the streets of New York City, why didn't I just do that and call it the Overnightscape as I eventually did? Why did I create this whole new show? And I think it was just, it just felt right at the time, right? And then uh, the Overnightscape Underground, which I had started, I think, ar around that same time, um, was just my own sort of place for weird extended audio. And uh, then when I was doing the Rampler on WFMU, I was also doing the regular Rampler. I was also doing the Overnightscape Underground and the Overnightscape. It all kind of was too much. So earlier in 2009, I kind of stopped doing the Overnightscape as a named show. But the Rampler uh, and also my segments on the Overnightscape Underground were very similar. Um, and in, so what happened at the end of, uh, it was really at the end of, Towards the end of 2009, I had my radio vacation where I could have I could have quit everything, but I didn't, and uh, kept doing my sort of unnamed recordings. I just was doing segments on the Overnightscape Underground as a channel, and eventually I would I would add FN to them uh, by the date, and then I switched it up and put the FN before that, and then I created the Frank Nora show, and then. In 2011, I switched back to the Overnightscape, so it was sort of that whole period of chaos had passed. But 2010 was really a renewal and a, uh, a kind of a, a revival of things. I think 2010 could have gone very differently, um, you know. And I feel that the what happened, it feels like it just happened. And you know, whenever you know, 
that people wanted to do shows on the Overnight Escape Underground, which is what really kept me going, right? I don't think I would have had the motivation or the desire to continue on with these projects had the other people not uh, come on board. And I think that's really important to say. I want to thank everyone who got involved that year and really kind of kept keep it all going. And it did feel like an outside intervention from some other place, some other time. Of course, my uh, my pet theory on that is that uh, in the original timeline, uh, I did stop doing shows at that point. People in the future discovered what happened, and through some kind of, you know, for lack of a better term, quantum technology, uh, they uh, ex- they exerted um, alterations onto the past to keep to create a new timeline where I did continue um, my show and and this whole project, which is why it feels like there was an intervention. Of course, I don't know if any of that's true, but. Uh, so that really was the pivotal year. But in terms of remembering exactly what happened that year in general, I luckily I do have my show notes from all of my the Frank Norris shows I did back then. And uh, I know o- Obama was president. And what was the big bugaboo? What was the big news stories? Because, you know, there's always this enormously important news story at any given moment that you then forget a few months later. Well, we'll look into that. Try to see. I want to try to find like the movies that came out. Like, what was 2010 all about? Um, then of course there's the movie 2010, the year we make contact, which is a strange movie. I remember seeing it at the time. How do you make a sequel to 2001: A Space Odyssey? This one came out in 1984, starring Roy Scheider, also John Lithgow, Helen Mirren. Bob Balaban and Keir Dulay uh, reprising his role. Wow. Um, let's let's check out the trailer for the movie, 2010. So this was made in 1984. Interestingly, 2010, of course, if if you rearrange the numbers, is 2001. I'm 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 sure that was the reason for it. But back then, the year 2010 seemed like very futuristic, right? How are you going to convince your people to allow Roy Americans Scheider. to go on the flight? We are going to get there first, and you have the knowledge to make the trip work. I'm going on the flight. How far away is Jupiter? Far. Mommy said you're going to be asleep for a long time. Are you going to die? Dr. Floyd. Dr. Floyd. Dr. Arlov has encountered some strange this almost, things. This, this movie almost seems like something you, had, you, you, you saw in a dream. Was this actually a real movie? <laughs> oh, my God. Coming from Europa. I will send Max down with a pod. I wouldn't do that. Oh, really? You want to send a pod down there, send an unmanned one. Hey, a piece of pie. Cake. Piece of cake. Cake. Russians and Americans oh, working is together. Nice. Then there's something down there. It is correct. It was organic. There was life. Is it moving? Yes. It's incredible. What's up with this movie? Listen for a minute. We've got to get out of here. I can't just order us to leave here for no reason. Helen Mirren as a Russian. Wow. It's time to be reasonable. This is Bob Balaban. Are you sure you are making the right decision? They brought Hal back. Jeez, really great, great, great choice. After he killed everyone on the last mission, what the hell? Hey, 
You see, something's going to happen. What? There's Cure Delay. Something wonderful. The Star Child, the monolith. Oh, wow, they made the Star Child look like Cure Delay a little bit. Twenty ten. The year we make contact. In Dolby Stereo. <laughs> I wonder how this how is this on Rotten Tomatoes? It's one of those movies that like I remember seeing it and I d I don't I don't remember thinking it was that great. I mean it has people on a spaceship together, which is always a good a good uh, formula. Let's see, 2010. Let's see what kind of rating this gets. The uh, the the critics give it 66 percent. The audience 61 percent. Variety says a hodgepodge of bits and pieces. Roger Ebert said a good-looking, sharp-edged, entertaining, exciting space opera. But Vincent Canby says a lot of care has gone into it, but it has no satirical. St- substructure to match that of the Kubrick film and which was eventually responsible for that film's continuing popularity Almar Haflitison says this build up to this and the initial moments on board are racked with a tension that's superbly handled by Hyams he maintains the forbidding atmosphere well and his skills as a cinematographer are evident and finally, David Nusser says, a fairly ill-advised sequel to 2001, A Space Odyssey. Yeah. But let's check out what movies actually came out in 2001. I'm just going to... The ones that I that I know about... So Inception was a big movie that came out in 20... Sorry, 2010. The actual year 2010 or 2010. The movies that came out. Inception. This was a movie about people going into dreams within dreams within dreams. I remember it was really popular, but when I saw it, I felt like I had seen it all before and people were sort of overstating its importance. The King's Speech, that was a big one. Sort of relevant to today's uh, royal succession. Uh, it was Queen Elizabeth's father who who stuttered, who was uh, sort of forced to become come king when his brother abdicated so he could marry his American girlfriend. Gee, so far 2010 in movies, isn't that great? Uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, I remember that one. John Cusack, I think I saw it once. It was about these guys that got together and they had a hot tub that was a time machine. Black Swan, I, I remember with Natalie Portman. Darren Aronofsky, yeah, I don't think I saw it. I don't like that guy, I don't like his movies. A remake of uh, Clash of the Titans, I may have seen a bit of that. And then in a similar vein, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief. I think I saw that. At my in-law's house once. Uh, not something that was really that interesting. The Social Network. Yeah, I didn't really see that one. Weird. About the start of Facebook. Piranha 3D. No, I didn't see that. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. I did see all the Harry Potter movies, but... You know, I, I, I really think this this goes to show... Like, if you were a certain age when the Harry Potter thing was on the rise... this is It's going to have a certain meaning to you. Like the Star Wars movies have with me. And the Doctor Who stuff. I just don't have that special Im- imprint of Harry Potter that other people did. But anyway, and then we have Despicable Me, which I don't think I ever saw. But that's what started with those minion characters. Those sort of ar- uh, yellow cylinder characters. Yeah. I didn't 
you know, I could imagine if I was a kid when this came out, the Minions, as they're called, I think there's been a, a bunch of movies after that would be considered uh, something I would have be more into, but I really don't have any care for the, the Minions. And Scott Pilgrim versus the World, I remember this. I remember seeing it. I thought the movie was, like, okay. It's not great. Alice in Wonderland, uh, that remake from Disney. Again, I think I saw it. It was just okay. Are there any movies that are that good in, in 2010? What's going on with 2010? The Expendables. I don't know if I saw that one with Sylvester Stallone. Dolph Lundgren. Jet Li. Yeah. Kick-Ass, I did see. Uh... Like a violent comic book film, it was it was okay. <laughs> Tron Legacy. It was so weird because I could have sworn there was another Tron movie after Tron Legacy, but there wasn't. It feels like one of those like timeline things or Mandela things. But Tron Legacy was like okay. <laughs> Did you notice the pattern so far? Every movie in 2010 is like yeah okay. I'm just I'm skipping over a ton of them. Iron Man two, you know I. I don't know if I saw that one. I I really I feel like um Yeah. I I'm I'm not a big fan of the Marvel movies. How to Train Your Dragon. I remember I didn't I didn't see it, but I remember when I went out to that VR conference in 2014, these guys said, "Oh, you really should see it. It's great." Is it? Is it really? Twilight Saga. I saw some of those. Toy Story 3. Yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender, no. I'm trying to see. There's got to be some movie that I really liked a lot. Wow, there's 7,940 movies that came out in 2010. What? All right. I guess this is is being sorted by popularity, so. The American with George Clooney. Why does that ring a bell? Um... I'm 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 just skipping ahead here at uh oh fro frozen but not the frozen you're thinking of that there's another frozen not the not the computer animated movie from Disney uh wow machete I didn't see that I remember hearing about it little fockers it's like uh, meet the parents or meet the fockers sequel the Chronicles of Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Was that the, the... They were trying to make a new film franchise with Narnia that didn't really quite work out. I may have seen this one. Isn't this the one that had that, that, that mouse guy, Reepicheep? I read all the books when I was a kid. They're de- very, definitely good books. Yeah, so 2010, not looking that great for movies, honestly. I, I'm not really seeing much going on here. <laughs> Inception was the number one most popular movie. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. As we're now in the hundreds in terms of popularity. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get rid of the movies. Let's look at world events. Let's see some of these uh, reviews of what happened. Is this is this 2010? Look at what happened in 2010 from Sky News. We had a. The uh, earthquake in Haiti. Remember that? I do remember that. UK economy comes out of recession. <laughs> this is British, so there's cricket news. Yeah, I don't, I don't really follow cricket. What was it? 
Sachin Tendulkar scores first double century in one-day international cricket. Earthquake in Chile. Uh, there was an eruption of a volcano in Iceland, right? That was called Ayafjalla Jökull. The BP oil spill. Worst oil spill in U.S. history. I, do I even remember that? <laughs> David Cameron becomes the U.K. Prime Minister. Oh, those those miners trapped in Chile. Remember that story? That was big. They were rescued. The Chilean miners. Prince William and Kate Middleton get engaged, of course. They're now uh he's now next in line for the throne of England. Downton Abbey takes over Sunday evening TV. So that, oh, that's when Downton Abbey started. That's a really good show, yeah. New Zealand Pike River mine explosion. I don't really remember that. Uh Is that it? That's it for 2010. <laughs> It's not a lot. All right, there's got to be more stuff that happened in 2010. That's for, that, that was a more of a British perspective. Let's see any other perspectives here. Yeah, there's something very, like, time-shifty. It's some sort of nexus of time-shift, and maybe it is the uh, Rampler. Uh, oh, well, that was 2009, though. There's just something very, like you mentioned, uh, Tron, and I'm thinking about it, and yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, and there isn't another Tron remake or a sequel since then. Uh, yeah, the whole thing is skewed in my head. Pretty weird, and, 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 and it sometimes seems so recent, certain elements of that era, and some of it seems like so distant and dusty, and I listen to the recordings of myself, and I it's recognizing that person in certain aspects. Yeah, oh, there, that's me. And then in other times, it's like, oh, oh, oh the, 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 the passage of time. And uh, the effect it has on all this is just another... Uh, and, and the 2010 movie, yeah. Uh, all I can recall is meh. And I remember being excited about it when it was coming out. And finally, I think I saw it on VHS. And meh. Yeah, really just... And look at, I looked at the IMDb list... Uh, real to scan the 376 films or whatever that they say were 2010 films, and and I've only seen two of them: the the uh, Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp and Avatar, and both relatively within the last year. And I kind of like Avatar. I I don't think it's as I don't however much they spent. I don't, but. It, that was fine, and yep, the Alice with Johnny Depp was also amiable, likable, whatever. Uh, but looking down the list, uh, the number of remakes, re-adaptations, retries, relaunches, and some sort of fluffy, abstract concept dramedies? I don't know. Uh, but I find it very odd. Uh, well, I guess that's just, you know, your PQ River stuff. Uh, sometimes that happens with me. I just don't... I, I, I'm just jaw-dropped that there are that few films for somebody who... Well, 
Uh, one thing I am learning as time goes on, I used to think of myself, and maybe at the time, because I was glued to the television in my youth, I had an edge on uh, movies, mostly old ones. But I, my edge and awareness of current films or recent films has always been, I think, lacking. And somehow... Again, in your mind, you get these delusions, and somehow I thought I knew a lot more about film. And it's more pockets or something. It's hard to say. It really is. But uh, I can confess, uh, my big confession of the 2010 episode is, maybe I'm not the film expert I thought I was. 14 major events in 2010. Occupy Wall Street. Yes, yes. Remember Occupy Wall Street? It was this like this huge thing that all these people were occupying like Wall Street. And I went, remember, uh, I, I did a um, one of the adventures with Rule from the Netherlands, I believe, in 2010. And we went down and we were hanging out with, we, we walked around Zuccotti Park, which I just walked by on a recent episode uh, when I went down to the Smithsonian down there. But yeah, I remember Occupy Wall Street. And then event, then it just sort of ended. But wait, this is the 2010s. This is not 2010. Okay, get out of here. That was 2011. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This webpage is full of shit. <laughs> that was 2011. This is it not 2010? Sorry about that. That was to come. These 20 events from 2010 will make you feel so old. Apple releases the first iPad. There you go. The Apple iPad is released in 2010. Can you imagine a time before the iPad? People couldn't believe they were going to call it iPad because it's sort of like a maxi pad. But that was the big thing back then. But, of course, the term pad became so much more associated with the iPad than anything else. And 2010 is also when Conan O'Brien's short-lived run on The Tonight Show ended. Remember, Conan O'Brien was hosting The Tonight Show and then he got fired and they brought back Jay Leno. That was a real ugly scenario. And, of course, the swine flu pandemic. Remember that? That was one of these so many pandemics that made us in 2020 feel like this new pandemic of uh, of uh, COVID was like another one of every year there was another one of these COVID things, but that one COVID obviously yes. Jennifer Lawrence, I don't know what that's all about. The Final Hunger Games book was released. The Lost season finale in 2010. Okay, yeah. I was a big fan of Lost. The WikiLeaks controversy took the nation by storm. Sort of remember that. Meghan Markle had a guest appearance on CSI Miami. Lady Gaga wore her infamous meat dress. Great. And the X Factor created One Direction. Kesha's TikTok was the top song of the year. I don't even remember that. Kesha, I kind of remember her. Mark Zuckerberg was Time's Person of the Year. The BP oil spill, we just got to that one. The Haiti earthquake. Tiger Woods delivered a televised apology over his infidelity. And the world's tallest building opened in Dubai. The Burj Khalifa. Catherine Bigelow, the first woman to win an Oscar for Best Director. For the Hurt Locker. Let's see. The first rumors of a relationship between Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber surfaced. Exciting. Ariana Grande was just starting out on Nickelodeon. Wow. The new Harry Potter movies? Yeah. 
Anyway, 2010 was just kind of a, like, not really that great of a year, right? In terms of events or pop culture, it was really kind of, eh. Any others here? Uh, February 2010, a series of winter, winter storms labeled Snowmageddon by Prince, President Obama blankets the east coast of the U.S. with up to 40 inches of snow in less than one week. Oh, we had Snowmageddon? Okay, I have to, I have to look into my notes for that. Uh, just me jumping back in again. May as well. It's just Frank and I. This is uh, I is short. This will be a brief over Nightscape Central. Although uh, that gives me license to kind of. I, I hope you Frank fans who only listen for Frank don't mind me jumping in like this. But uh, yeah, Occupy Wall Street goodness. Uh, but uh, the Tiger Woods thing. Coincidentally, uh, just recently, for some reason, I have been. I, I was never a listener, a fan, or a non-fan of Opie and Anthony. And uh, uh, recently I've been listening to some of it, and I listened to this whole compilation of their timeline on the Tiger Woods thing. And I'd forgotten all of that was just such a strange uh, occurrence in popular culture. I mean, this golfer who at that time, I mean, now maybe golfers, well, no, they're still seen as pretty straight-laced, uh, that the no scandal, real, and uh, yeah, all of a sudden there's Tiger Woods with his car crashed on the lawn. Um, my, 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 my. Um, oh, and uh, as long as we're in 2010, we've got a little time. I found on uh, the Wikipedia a list in chronological order by release date, I guess, of albums released in 2010. And uh, going to do kind of a quick overview with you. Uh, I have one thing immediately. Uh, I Again, this is like some of these things I had no idea existed. Uh, yeah, and Kesha, he just mentioned Kesha. That was released, her album Animal. I don't even know who Kesha is. I couldn't identify her in a police line if my life depended on it. But uh, her album Animal was the first release. And then Lana Del Rey's album on January 4th, uh, who I am just never developed a fondness for. Uh, looking down here for familiar faces, uh, Kanye West's VH1 Storytellers, okay. Uh, a Ringo Starr album on January 12th uh, at, at Vampire Weekend, The Bouncing Souls, okay. Go Owen Pallet. who are these people? Uh, and there was a time when I might have been on top of this. An alternate universe, PQ, Ribber, but yeah, we're up to January 19th, and it's to the Wood Pigeon, the Eels, uh, all my favorites, Jagga Jazzist and his One Armed Bandit album, Barry Manilow's greatest love songs of all time. But of course, oh, I know this band, I'm not that uh, Fozzy, which is the band of Chris Jericho, the professional wrestler, uh, chasing the Grail. Uh, Magnetic Fields Realism, already my album of the year, uh, released on January 26th. Okay, uh, just keep rolling there, PQ. Uh, Groove Armada, uh, Cashmere, Mid Lake Disco Biscuits. Uh, 
Yeah, there's a new Rob Zombie album, Hellbilly Deluxe 2, because Hellbilly Deluxe 1 was not enough. Charday's Soldier of Love album, Love, not Love. Uh, and we're into February pretty deep, and the Light Speed Champion, Smoking Popes. Yeah, bands I have never heard of. Uh, Johnny Cash's America Six Ain't No Grave. Uh, a little exploitive, but an interesting album. Uh, and we're up to March. March, March, March. Marching right along. Oh, the Jimi Hendrix Valleys of Neptune, which is kind of... Uh, they, they took old tapes and polished them up and released them, and that yeah, was okay. Uh, of course, when you... Think of your Jimi Hendrix classics. Uh, perhaps in the future, Valleys of Neptune will be that breakthrough re-release. I, I don't know. Ted Leo and the Pharmacists. Who are these people? Uh, I, I My mind is just uh, fluctuating. In and of Justin Bieber's My World 2.0. Uh, I bet you that was huge, huge in the charts. Aha. Madonna, the Sticky and Sweet Tour. Um, it was Is this post-Madonna being meaningful in 2010? Slash's solo album called Slash uh, ends the month of March. So there's that, uh, some sort of ending. Uh, let's uh, just go a little further here before we hand you back to Frank. Uh, yeah, they, they've David Byrne and Fatboy Slim did an album together called Here Lies Love. Uh, in some alternate universe, I have never heard of. Well, then again, my interest in David Byrne went out the window a long time ago. The Apples in Stereo, they're a fun little pop band. Their Travelers in Space and Time album uh, came out in 2010. Super power pop kind of stuff there and uh the whole was still making albums i guess nobody's daughter and uh, yeah a bunch of people who the future heads and bullet for my valentine and diana vickers anyways uh it, it will hit me but let's get back to frank because we're only focusing on the year 2010 yes let's take a look at the Ansug here, our channel, and there's a section of the book called The Grand Chronology in the Digital Edition where we can sort of see uh, what came out. And uh, in the chronology here are both shows that came out on Ansug in 2010 and, and then shows I added to the archive later. So um, just want to go through and who was doing shows in 2010 here on the Ansug. The year starts off with Mar Morning Commute with Bob, number 17. So he, Bob was still doing Morning Commute, Paunch Stevenson show, and then we have um, Meandering Mouse. This was something I added, I think, last year to the archive. Meandering Mouse TV, Pixar Play Parade. So I sort of backdated and added um, this stuff to the archive. Then my first show of 2010 was The Magic Teens. That's one of my, uh, what eventually became known as the Frank Norris show. And um, I'm just trying to see. There's a lot of my shows and anything else going on in I thought there'd be more different shows it's more it's mostly just yeah yeah it's just me and uh Paunch Stevenson and Bob really 
So I'm, 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 I thought there would have been more in January, more different shows going on. And the Point Stevenson stuff I also added uh, after the fact. And also I started doing the Severe Repair Universe, my, one of my attempts to read my failed audio, my, my failed science fiction novel. Let's go to February and uh, continuing with my shows, Brian Jude. Oh, Brian Jude, yes. Did I mention Brian Jude? I mean, yeah, yeah. Brian Jude also in, in January. We're all continuing. Um, just scanning here to see if anything new came about. Not really. That's interesting. <laughs> it's different than I would have thought. But a lot of morning commutes, my shows. Oh, Spare Time Radio. Remember uh, with Wayne? He's long gone, but he he turned to religion and he kind of abandoned us. But anyway, we haven't heard from him since. What else is going on in March here? I mean, there's a ton of shows, but it's me, Brian Jude, Bob. I thought there were more people involved. I think it sort of starts exploding around April, right? Different shows. Brendan rambles again. Of course, the meanderer coming back. Yeah, yes, he's continuing on there. How about April? I think this is this is when a lot of stuff was going on. Let's see. Saint Paul Skyline with Sarge. Remember, so she she was there. Jay Wiz did his smoking, coughing Beethoven review. Yes. Chadcast number one. See, I'm telling you, things are really heat, heating up here in, in, in April. Rich from North Carolina, I'm just saying. So he started doing a show. So, yeah, I really do think this is when things started really. There was so much going on this month. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Manny the Mailman, uh, Special Delivery, started doing that show. A lot of stuff happening in April here. I was doing my uh, Sneaky TT test broadcast in April 2010. Remember that? It was like a, a video series I was doing on one of the live streaming uh, services that was available back then. Where I put on like a headband and uh, like I wore a tie as a headband and wore these weird glasses. I became this character named Sneaky TT commenting on the federal government public domain films. That was a fun brief uh, thing uh, th- to test out. And uh, let's see. Anything else going on this month? I mean, there's a ton of shows. I'm just trying to see what was new. Yeah, so many people doing shows. Let's get to May. I'm doing some Polar polar Lion stuff. That's with those piano rolls. Still with Manny, my show, Bob. Let's see, Rich from North Carolina, Special Delivery with Manny, and then The Meandering Mouse, as I mentioned earlier. Westfest 2010 Disneyland Meandering. Some old cassettes, which was a precursor to Tapeland. But the, yeah, tons and tons of shows. Paunch Stevenson, tons of my shows, Severe Repair Universe. Brian Jude, Special Delivery. <laughs> this, this May is like this. It's an enormous, enormous amount of content. Wow, by Coastal Becky, she she did an episode in May. Wow, I'm just skimming. If I miss anything, I'm sorry. If I missed anyone, I'm sorry. But let's go into June here. Because I remember at one point I had to like. Uh, there was so much stuff. I I w- I couldn't even post everything. I I was trying to create like something on a message board or something. All sorts of stuff. Continuing into June. Just scanning here. All of the same people. And of course, in June, the Mumpler camping on Memorial Day weekend. This 25-minute recording. Who knows who the Mumpler is? One of the most mysterious Ramplers ever. And uh, 
here is something into your head hosted by Brian Jude. And yeah, Neil also started over your head. And then eventually, right, I added a collection of his into your head shows to the archive. I'm not sure if any are in 2010. Some of them may be. Because this one was special because Brian did it. They kind of switched shows. And look at this. Conspiracy of the Insignificant. PQ coming on board. Weird culture pervading. I don't know if that's the first one, but that's that's around the beginning of it. Yeah. Yeah. He's starting to do a bunch of those. Yeah, so June, a lot of stuff is really heating up. Again, I'm just skimming here. Across the Pond starting as well uh, with uh, Mark from Across the Pond from uh, Newcastle, England. Yeah. So this was a huge, huge year for the Onsug. Getting into July. What do we have in July here? PQ's doing old his old news segments. I'm just skimming to see. I'm just trying to see if anything new crops up. And there's just a ton of shows from everyone I just mentioned. So much stuff. Again, this is in... If you download the Onsug book... This this is called the Grand Chronology. It's in the, it's in the PDF version, which lists every show by the date it was in the order it was released. This is a major resource. Let's go to August. Again, I'm just looking for new stuff, scanning for new stuff. So much stuff. PQ and Bob did a show together. I was doing my play around with synth series, playing with my synthesizers. Republic of Avalon Radio, of course, with um, Jim and Lillian from uh, Newfoundland, Canada. They came on board here. PQ's Listen with Art Glut, Bob's Ambient Ambient Adventures. Let me see. Yeah, this was a big year for us. I mean, such, such a massive amount of content. September. I did my Macho Condor number one, which is just... A lot of these things were precursors to the other side, which I didn't start, I don't think, till 2013. Let me see. The Sneaky TT Broadcasting System, another one of those test shows. We had the 418 show. Peter Bernard, the other 209 guy, of course, 418 is 209 times 2. Into the Ether with Alex was a, was a short-lived show on the channel. Um, PQ Show Cluster. Ghost Cake Unbodied, the House Chronicles member with uh, Jeff Sink, who was also a big, big presence on Overnightscape Central. Escapist Radio with Escapist from L.A., now, of course, living in Florida, I believe. Trying to see what else is going on here. Yes, even some more spare time radios. And we get to October. See what else is going on here. Ah, the Trampler 2. See, uh, so Eddie with his first Trampler was a year earlier. He was actually, Eddie was, with Trampler, was the very first um, other person to do a show on the Overnight Skip Underground besides me. So here, it was almost like a year and a half till he did his next episode. Eddie from Ireland. More meandering mouse stuff. Yeah, I'm just skimming the list here. But it, I mean, it's going strong here. Really, um, an amazing amount of content. Let's see, November. PQ is reading Charles Fort's Book of the Damned. 
and doing bedcast. Damn, there's so much stuff. Brian Jude catching up on his old shows that he hadn't posted on the show, on the channel. Now we get to December. What is what could be new here? Uh, the Alicia America Americast with uh, one of the few cartoon characters that it has done a show on the channel. Yes, actual cartoon characters. Scary stories with uh, Simon, who we know much better now because we've met him so much on the um, on the exit ramp. Trying to see what else we have here, and uh, yeah, it's the start of the Overnight Escape Central, correct? Yes. I think the central starts here. Uh, where was the first? When's the first one? Yeah, weird holiday memories. Yeah, so in, in November, overnight escape centrals. This show that you're hearing right now started in 2010. Yes, in uh, right, weird holiday memories was the first one, and there was a, a very short broadcast uh, a week earlier in November, calling all hosts. So yes, this is when the central started. Wow, what a, what a year! What a big year on our channel here. I'm trying to I'm skimming for any any other new stuff here. Yeah, that was it for this year. Wow, that was a big year. Wow. 2010 on the channel here. Wow. Oh, the nostalgia. That first year. Oh, and all those other hosts. I mean, Wayne and and Brian Jude and 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 well Chad's first Chad's still with us some are some are are still here and some have uh rampled onward so to speak uh but the power of that year I remember being swept up uh well that I god that was just such a good outlet for me at the time especially because uh yeah 2010 i yeah but we we made the best of it and uh, i i i'm just sitting here slack jawed i thought all those shows happened over a much more extended period of time but uh yeah the overnight scape uh central again and what it's virtually october and november if i'm not mistaken was when that started so we're right up against 12 years of this as mentioned uh I, oh let's get back to this list of albums uh where were we we were up to we'd done april yeah so we're up to may may who have we got here uh it's, uh, well, a band I like, sort of, the New Pornographers Together album, but that specific album I don't think I'm specifically familiar with. And bands like The Letter Black, uh, The Deftones, their Diamond Eyes album, Courtyard Hounds, Charisse, her debut is her uh, debut album, Charisse. Um... Yeah, we're already halfway through the month, and I am super junior. Uh, oh boy, um, rolling, rolling, rolling. Get them doggies. Tame Impala. Okay, Inner Speaker is from uh, May twenty-first. 
that's uh, uh his production value i mean uh time has shown that it may have been just some bells and whistles though but there are some tracks on his early albums that i thought uh were listenable although of late i haven't really been that drawn either uh june uh, what do we got here Nothing, nothing, nothing. Christina Aguilera. Tom Petty's Mojo album. I don't know that one. Uh, July. Oh, come on, where's that big summer album of my great memory? Nothing. I, just a bunch of his Sun Kill Moon. Uh, decrepit Birth. I mean, this is like a comedy bit. I'm. This is these band names the mystery jets and bliss and aso the miniature tigers jeepers i just feel like i'm reading a laundry list at this point uh moving down to uh, august well iron maiden i know who they are the final frontier uh i i just don't know and the brian wilson reimagines gershwin album on the walt disney album uh, I may have, like, sampled it at some point. I just talk about peps. This whole year is just one year of somebody else's memories. <laughs> and I feel like I'm trampling on them by making fun of them and, like, minimalizing them. Uh, we're up to September, and we've got... Uh, yeah, a bunch of bands I don't know. And Linkin Park had an album. And just, yeah, even the people I'm familiar with. There's a Phil Collins album I've never heard of. Uh, all this and more. Poor Phil Collins went on tour this year. He had to sit in a chair. Oh, man, we're all getting old. This is just time is so weird so weird and yes and this 2010 this is a year that i was apparently so busy plumbing the past and somehow really using making podcasts as some sort of catharsis getting over what my life had been up to then and to just changing and adapting to this Unsug lifestyle and i was missing the movies that were coming out right in real time except that they were mentioned on shows and music i mean here i am mr another i think i know music and bands and uh no up at a certain point uh, my knowledge of music hits a brick wall and there's like look at this this is nothing i've just gone through october and i'm scanning november and it's all a bunch of kid cootie broken side uh if there's another Kanye West album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which I don't think I'm familiar with. Kanye, there's certain sounds and samples and tracks that appeal to my ears, but when I sit down and listen to Kanye, it's, I obviously can't identify for any number of reasons. Uh, boomer, old. PQ River, yeah, I, I'm, I'm. Although there was a Duran Duran album at the end of December, the All You Need Is Now album, which Frank is probably familiar with, 
but I am not. So, yep, that was 2010 in music. What, what this is doing to my mind right now, it's, it's like all these holes and ins and outs of time. And, uh, well, we're recording them right here for your amusement. But now I do have my, uh, my notes, my show, the Frank Norris Show, um, Let me just, uh, I'm just going to pause and skim and let you know. I started off 20, it looks like I started off 2010 with, with being sick. I had a sinus infection. I was having weird dreams, taking NyQuil. So a whole lot of, you know, and, and I also, one topic here on that, that Magic Teens, the first episode, breaking free from the, of the 2009 time loop. I was talking about that, yeah. Watching a ton of uh, Naruto on Hulu and Naruto Shippuden. Kind of remember that. Looking forward to 2012, the year the year the world was supposed to end. See, it was still, uh, yeah. Oh, and 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 a song that refers to um, 2010, 10 in 2010. Remember that by Bad Religion. Let me see if I can find that. Remember from Crazy Taxi, this song that referred to 2010. 10 in 2010. What what was up with this song? Because if you played Crazy Taxi, you would hear this show this song a million times. When is this song from? <laughs> when did it come out? 1996, wow. 10 and 2010 refers to the prediction that there will be 10 billion people on Earth by 2010. Oh, I didn't realize that. No, we we don't even get, we didn't even get to eight yet. Eight billions coming soon, very soon. Yes, not that great of a song, but you, I've heard it a thousand times playing uh, Crazy Taxi. So anyway, I refer to that. Let's see what else is going on here. Twenty ten. Doctor Who. The 11th Doctor shows up, Matt Smith, okay, who now is on the House of the Dragon, which is actually getting better as a show, the Game of Thrones show. I was still doing that. Remember that website, Where's George? You would find dollar bills with this, Where'sGeorge.com, and you would enter it, and you could see where that dollar bill had been. I, I haven't gotten any of those in a long time. That was like a whole thing back then. Wow, I mentioned that Phyllis Diller is still alive. Because <laughs> I was watching Mad Mad Monster Party. I don't think Phyllis Diller is still alive, right? Didn't she? Yeah, she passed away. She must have. In 2012, okay, yes. Let's see what else we have here. Yeah, the, those... I, I, the American Samoa 2009 quarter, yeah. And interestingly, I, me I mentioned the band Chilliwack here. That's weird, because then, remember, I eventually downloaded their discography to listen to in 2019 on my trip to Europe. I, I'm not I, I was surprised to see that reference to it. Let's see, some TV shows I was watching in January 2010, Celebrity Rehab and Big Love. <laughs> Celebrity Rehab was good, and Big Love was that show about uh, Mormons, polygamists. Yeah. Yeah, the Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien shakeup, I covered that. Yeah. 2010, man. A lot happened in 2010. 
Oh, yeah, and I mentioned the America the Beautiful Quarter series that was starting. Yeah. American Idol Season 9. I was still watching American Idol back then. Wow. <laughs> I bought that book, Graphic Design Reference. I still have that book, yeah. Some celebrity deaths from January. Teddy Pendergrass and Jay Retard. Who's <laughs> Jay Retard? <laughs> I kind of remember he was a singer. He must have died young. Jay Retard. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Yeah, he died in 2010 at, at, at age 29. Wow. His real name was James Lindsay, but he named himself Jay Retard. <laughs> what happened? He was found dead in Memphis. Uh-huh. He took too much drugs. That happens to a lot of celebrities. Cocaine and alcohol. Wow. Whatever happened to Jay, Re Jay Retard? Like, is, this, is, that, is that good music? Like, what's up with Jay Retard's music? <laughs> I know the guy died. I feel bad about it, but it's just kind of funny. I totally forgot about Jay Retard. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we have here? I mean, I did so many shows. I, I I may only be able to get through the first like few months of 2010. I want to I want to get to the snowpocalypse though, or the snowmageddon. I want to see that. Oh, look, I reviewed Drank, the extreme relaxation beverage. Remember, it was an actual product based on purple drank, because down south a lot of people were drinking uh, cough syrup in like seltzer water or something and dying. Yeah. What were there some Olympics going on too? Really. Like Winter Olympics, maybe? I don't know. I mentioned uh, Rockin' Jelly Bean, the, uh, the Japanese artist. I wonder if Rockin' Jelly Bean is still going. <laughs> this is really... Uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff I'm, I remember. Rockin' Jelly Bean, he's kind of like a... Um, what's, what, what kind of art would you call that? Um, that sort of sleazy, realistic art. What, who's that guy who, who did the cover of the Guns N' Roses album? You know, You know what I'm talking about. Robert something kind of kind of like that. How how did, does anyone like have a description of Rock and Jelly Bean? Is, is is Rock and Jelly Bean even still around? I don't know. Anyway, he, but he draws like Devil Girls too. So a lot of these artists draw like dead like realistic Devil Girls and stuff. Anyway, enough with Rock and Jelly Bean. Oh, yeah, I went to a uh, I went to a party and tried to tie my tie like the uh, Merovingian in the Matrix, one of the Matrix movies. I was going to see Avatar in IMAX. So that's when I first saw that movie Avatar. I'm always so confused by that movie Avatar, like when it came out. I guess it came out in came out in 2009, right? And then I reviewed the movie Avatar. There you go, a half-hour review of Avatar. So that's when I saw Avatar. Okay, it was in January 2010. I have to say, when it comes to my theories of the reality issue in 2009, like Avatar, the movie, plays into that. Like my memory of the movie or seeing the movie. Yeah. Ooh, listen to this. It almost sounds like scratching a record. I'm moving my finger back and forth on my computer here. Okay, I this I this, this is too much to read. It's amazing. There's so much stuff. 
Now look, the Apple tablet announcement upcoming. This is so I was mentioning that they were going to announce what became the iPad. Yeah. So here we are on January twenty eighth. Heavy snow. So it, I guess this was part of the, the beginning of the snowpocalypse. Was it was it the twenty eighth? Maybe. Thoughts on the Apple iPad announcement? Wow. See, I tampon. Someone was doing a joke about that. Now we're into February with the movie. Uh, I was talking about the movie Groundhog Day, so that's like uh, Groundhog Day is like a time travel holiday. There's a new Carvel slash Cinnabon and Port Authority bus terminal. I don't remember that. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. Oh, I, I thought that was across from Port Authority. Hmm. That's weird. Do I even remember that? <laughs> I don't know. Talking a lot about Carvel. Lost season six premiere in, in February. Oh wow, the Encyclopedia of Weird Westerns. I remember, th didn't I? Didn't I hear from the guy that wrote the book or something? I don't think I ever bought that book. You know, weird the Weird West. It's sort of a Wild West uh, scenario, but with weird stuff. Does this is this book still around? I think the author wrote to me at one point, Paul Green. Wow, look, it's collectible now. It's $43. Really? Yeah, this book is from like 2010, I guess. Yeah. Someone's selling it for like 50 bucks. Get out of here. What are there, multiple editions? The second edition. Okay, this one's not quite as expensive. Paul Green. Oh, wow. Synchronicity, synchronicity. All right. So um, I was actually thinking about this episode the other day. So we're, we're doing garage sale this weekend. And um, I put on a channel from Soma FM called Illinois Street Lounge. And that song comes on. So danse samba, so danse samba. Vai, 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 vai. So danse samba, so danse samba. So vai. That's a really good song. And where they go, do Calypso cha-cha-cha. I, mean, I remember this doing this episode talking about the whole cha-cha-cha thing. Where that was the only sincere cha-cha-cha I remember hearing. Everything else is like cha-cha-cha. Like on the kitchen cabaret, you know. Wow, good. Good stuff. Oh, wow. The angry argument in the Port Authority men's room. <laughs> Warning, very not safe for work. What was this? I want to hear that because I remember I used to, there used to be such characters in the men's room at the Port Authority bus terminal bathroom. So that's on at W four from two eight ten, uh, channel one twenty one. So let's do this. Our current system of listening, you have to go to Onsug Radio and we'll go to channel one twenty one and find it. They said it's very not safe for work, so c cover your children's ears. Where is it? See how easy it is to hear this stuff. Come on. That's what I do. I kick that motherfucker and fuck you up, punk. Wow. 
listen to what's uh, live from 2010 an argument in the bathroom Wow, very negative stuff, man. I don't know, who do you think you're talking to? Like, I'm sorry, I thought you were just some pointless weirdo in the bathroom. I didn't realize you're like super, some super special person. I don't know. Who do you think you're talking to? What does that what does that sort of imply that like oh man you don't know who you're messing with yeah yeah wow some negativity from 2010 yeah all right here we, we'll go to 209 and then I think I think that's about enough this would take forever to go through to, to my notes from 2010 uh let's see well I'll read you all the notes this is cinnamon stratagem 2 from 20910 Beer soap situation. What was the beer soap situation? I don't recall. Phantom birds. Soap making. Tallow. Fight club. Video quality. New blizzard. So here's another new blizzard here in the uh, snowpocalypse. Driving in the snow. Space shuttle program ending this year. Oh, that's another. So did it end? When did, when did the space shuttle program end? All right. And hold on. Hold on. Did it end in 2010? That that would be pretty big news, but I think it may have continued on. Uh, space shuttle program. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it went to 2011. Yeah, so they they extended it, <laughs> extended by popular demand. The space shuttle program, moon missions, the nature of space, the Howard Stern, Chevy Chase feud, time to implement cinnamon stratagem two. Lost the Bachelor, Yellow Subway Hatch, The Underground World, Taking the A Train to Penn Station, W4, K9, Spaceport, Rastan, Station Break, Cinnabon, Lame Cupcake Slogan, The Professor, American Idol, Crappy Batteries, Blog Idea, Augmented Reality News, Vuzix Rap 920AR, The Word Is... Bill Clinton, Shy, Iceland, AR, Muji, Comcast becomes Xfinity. Wow, so see? Comcast became X- Xfinity in 2010. Nanoto anime and manga, symbolic NFL crap, and annoying charities. I'm just trying to remember. Let me see something. When did the, that, that, um, the Love Guru come out? Was that 2010? No, that was 2008. Okay. <laughs> we're not talking about 2008. We're talking about 2010. Because I, I remember at that Cinnabon at, at Penn Station, they had a big uh, cutout for uh, Love Guru. Which, remember I watched Love Guru a year or two ago? It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Come on. And then didn't Mike... Like Mike Myers came back with something recently, right? <laughs> what, was, what did he come back with? I remember seeing something Mike Myers did just recently. And... Uh, Hmm. It was like a TV show, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Pentaveret. Yeah, remember that? It that came out in 2020. This year, 2022 in May. Wow. Just a few months ago. I felt like it was years ago. 
Wow, that was actually all right. I don't know. What do you want? Anyway, 2010. Listen, we just scratched the surface of 2010. There's so much to happen in 2010. I spent a year there once, too. Well, with these time loops, maybe more than a year. But who knows? Were there time loops in 2010? Good question. So many questions about 2010. Hopefully we answered a few today. Back to you, PQ. In 2022. I don't know. For me, this episode is more... Uh, mirror on and I think what we're it just in general what I'm getting is it's a mirror on memory and the distortions and yeah it's just and especially oh man in these present times and I hate to bring us back to where we're at in the timeline but I'm looking at this year calendar and how what a year uh that, that well thank goodness i think us here in the onsug family have more or less proceeded through 2022 as best we could despite what's going on and hopefully despite whatever goes down in november and after and october oh, oh boy uh yeah the the, the coming weeks only look to be trying uh but hopefully we can uh, hear on the onsug and here on the central try to somehow transcend that and find some communication and uh, just i don't know how we're supposed to as beings deal with this distortion of the past and the way we can see things and we can all look at something and see different things almost anymore and simple things uh, and it, it's happening on such a large scale I mean just just serious food for thought in these times and uh yeah, we uh this was certainly a fine episode. Uh an unusual episode and a quickie. I mean, we're in and out of here pretty quick and uh, you got your Frank Edward Nora dose and uh hopefully I didn't make things too I don't know. I, I I'm a little off, but I confess to being a little off and uh I appreciate your indulgence in that uh realm of pq river at the moment um but there is next week and next week you should try to join us even if it's just for a few minutes because uh we are going to uh turn things into uh it's let's try this next week hmm let's talk about ways to distress and, and let's you know it's, i mean if it, it that almost sounds like some horrid self-help uh thing which i don't know it almost raises the hackles on the back of my neck but there are there have to be there are modes there are techniques and there are just things we do or don't do that might i mean it's coming I don't see how it's avoidable. And, uh, ooh, I'm already 
lately. So, uh, yeah, ways to distress will be the topic when we gather here again next week. It'll be good old reliable. It'll be at least Frank and I. We will be entering into October. Uh, The deadline for your contribution, uh, get it to me by the evening of Tuesday, the 4th of September, 2022. You could probably even get it to me the morning of the 5th. But uh, the email address for the participation, which is the other point uh, that I need to make here, is kpqr.torc at gmail.com. Yeah, kpqr.torc at gmail.com. And that brings you here. Uh, and, uh, you know, any comments, emails, uh, what have you, that is where the communication and the comments uh, at onsug.com if you comment on the post or on the Facebook page. Uh, yeah, there's so many ways of contacting us. Um, and if you've never contributed, there's no real rules. I mean, just do your thing. Tell us who you are, what you do, and uh, yeah, if you if you're out there and you have some interesting de-stressification modes or techniques, by all means, uh, what do you do? I would like to uh, know. Tell me. Um, and with that, uh, another episode. Uh, thank you. Uh, for being here uh, and listening to all this, yeah, I'm. As I say, I'll I'll hopefully be back to at least uh, usual. Oh, what's usual anymore? But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be bouncier next week. I, I bet you. I hope. Uh, I'm figuring. Reckon. I don't know. But uh, in the meantime, and this is important, especially now. Uh, join me, and we will. Set the controls for the heart of the fun.